1: Right, everyone, it is Tuesday, which means it's Hockey Talk time with your good friends Patrick O'Dowd and David Ongar. That's right, folks, my name is Patrick O'Dowd. I'm joined by David Ongar, giving you all the hockey news you can handle here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of Chairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head.
0: Thechairshot.com, always use your
1: head. Head. Make sure. You also head over to pro wrestling Tees.com forward slash the chair shop for all of your chair shot swag needs. Got those bills paid. Got them out of the way. Dave, happy kayfabe Tuesday. How we doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty well
0: for a uh, kayfabe Tuesday in a real world Sunday. It's not so not so bad. Weather's You're getting still... better.
1: Still salty about your caps? Still feeling salty about your caps? Uh, they had a couple of good games. They here. had a
0: couple of good games. Yeah. The last, the last one was uh, <laughs> watching the shootout in line for uh, Saw X. Waiting in line for Saw X at Six Flags the other night. I was telling you about it. And watched the shootout for the caps in the wild, which was like, I was going to text you. I was like, man, these teams are incompetent as hell. They just cannot score. It Went to like the 13th round or something before Carlson finally scored. Like, damn.
1: But hey, hey, you know, get your point though. Get your
0: point. Hey, they got two. They got two out of it, and went out now. now we, know. Have the, we have the same record point. as your Blues now. So go figure.
1: Good for you, because because my Blues got mollywopped last game. I watched playing uh, playing Vancouver. You know, going down three nothing in the first period. Always a great feeling. You know what I mean.
0: Just, just the caps to that game against New Jersey. Where I like t- 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 this this game just, is drunk. You know it is drunk by the third period. It's like what just
1: is just great. It was so it was it was great. So great. So great. So great. So great. I'm, I'm grinning. you For those of you who can't see, I'm I'm holding a frozen grin because it, it made me it made me sad. But it is what it is. You know. Here's the thing. Vegas rolling right along. No no hangover there. They knocked off the Avalanche. Uh, they did lose to the Blackhawks though on, on the twenty seventh. That was a, did a Vegas little bit of a stunner. Play? They didn't play. There. They did not. Or no, no, not Vegas. Who no, did they play? I swear they play. I swear they knocked right out of the ranks. Of the unbeaten. They. Uh, they I think played. all of the unbeaten. No, so the Penguins. The Penguins knocked the Avalanche out yes. of the ranks. The. Yeah. And that's what it was. Anaheim.
0: Anaheim handed Boston their first loss of the year in a. Did you see that game? It was like three to one, and then. Anaheim somehow came back and won it in overtime. It was pretty cool for a team like the Ducks. That's a big one.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things. I, I knew about the result because of um, the uh, the local response. You know you know how it is. Dave, do you understand that Boston is about as hyperbolic as you are in reacting to its sports teams? Absolutely. So, you know, of course, the season was over. It was dead dead in the water. <laughs> We're all done.
0: After one game.
1: Uh, it is. That, I mean, that's how it works. But, you know. Oof. It is what it is. Five to nothing, by the way. That final on that. And I and I uh, I lied. It was three to nothing in in the second period, and we eventually would be down four to nothing. I would say the um not not our best showing. You remember all that Jordan Bennington talk? Vesna trophy
0: after one week, yes.
1: I mean I didn't award him the trophy, but it was like this is the Jordan Bennington we missed. Well last season decided to pay a visit. He was like, Hi, I'm still here. Go team. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Whatever, that's fine. We're actually, we're, gonna, we're not going to really talk much about standings and performance this week, Noble Listener. No, no. We actually have some stories that I think are worth talking about from the week that was in hockey. We have some good stories. We have some s- tragic stories and just things that you would never, exp- th- things that are, are kind of those, I don't know, I, we'll, we'll figure out how to, how to segue into that. Uh, I have three stories, though, that I was really interested in putting up. And um, talking about, actually I got four, I lied, I have four, because I do want to talk about how toothless the NHL as an entity is once again, as uh, we, we we do bands and then somebody pushes back and we're like, just kidding. They're like, that's worth a chat. We did have a tragedy uh, occur from a former NHL player currently playing overseas. Uh, it happened actually kind of the hottest off the press is that, that news broke uh, this morning. I want to say if I saw correctly when you shared it to me. Um, I do want to talk about an awesome partnership that ESPN and the NHL embarked upon on uh, this past Tuesday, a week ago, Uh, a week ago. That was, that was pretty exciting. And also um, talk a little Shane Pinto from the senators. I don't know if you've seen this story yet, Um, but uh, we'll get to it. So Dave, four stories in front of us where I I would prefer to end on a positive note. So I am going to vote that we talk about the partnership uh, last Tuesday between the NHL and ESPN, that we hold that till the end of the show. That'd be the last segment. Uh, We're going to take our first commercial break. We're going to do we'll do a two commercial break show today uh, just just to kind of shake things up. And when we come back, I will let you pick the first story that we want to hit because we got a lot. And I think that all of them have some value and are worth talking about. So when we come back, Dave's going. We're going to choose our own adventure, and Dave's going to pick which page we can land on. You're listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com.
2: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
0: Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything progressing. Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com.
1: Oh. Alright, welcome back everyone to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chair, Chair la, la, la. Chairshot.com, that's how you say that. I'm going to really enunciate real quick, get those syllables out.
0: A retainer boy can't show up to a bandwagon nerd. So.
1: That is true, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the thechairshot. Dave, I said it before, we have four stories to choose from. I have already planted my flag on what I think should be the last one. Choose your own adventure time. Where do we want to talk uh, in terms of news out of the world of hockey?
0: Well, I mean, we probably not the worst of ideas to talk about the the worst of the stories first and get the get the sure. worst thing out of the way. Uh I mean, it's the most recent and it does Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a definitely disturbing situation that took place over across the pond, but uh go ahead, man. If you want to if you want to yeah, roll with so- it.
1: So Dave shared this this news with me today. Former Penguins forward Adam Johnson, who's playing overseas uh, in a British hockey league, tragically passed away this morning after just a horrible accident on the ice, uh, in which he was his throat was cut by an errant blade hockey uh, an ice skate. Uh, he was rushed to the hospital, but he could not be saved and. It's it's truly devastating I know the Wilkes bear or the Hershey Bears uh, are planning to hold a moment of silence today uh, for their at, their at their game for uh, in Wilkes bar sorry Wilkes Bar Pennsylvania uh I can't remember which way you pronounce it but uh they're gonna hold, hold a moment of silence uh there are a couple of team you know there are teammates of uh, of his playing uh you know on Adams teams both with the former AHL team as well as And and um it's just it's a horrible unfortunate thing and it's it's really interesting to when you shared this story to me to to really consider because it's something that you just don't think is possible to happen and and so much so that it's the type of thing that in extreme comedy you see it get mocked and made fun of as a possibility like i think of uh the movie basketball have you i don't know if you've ever seen the movie basketball where a dude He's he's like decapitated by escape, and right. like the original thing, and it's done for comedic effect. Uh, Obviously, nothing funny about this. And Adam, you know, our our thoughts are with Adam Johnson. But you know, this you said it was reminiscent of an incident last year no, uh, it was, that it's happened. an incident
0: from a long time, Clint,
1: you know, or a long time
0: ago. Yeah, sorry. the Clint Malarchuk incident, where it's uh, where he gets his throat slashed, and you can see the blood everywhere. They saved him. Um, it's happened before. I think. Um. Uh, Wasn't it Richard Zednick who also got his throat cut in a, in a game involving the Kings? I think it was Richard Zednick. Maybe. Um, So it, it happens. It's very rare. It's not resulted in a fatality uh, uh, until now. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it raises some questions. Like I told my wife about it and she was like mortified by the whole thing. And she's like, can't they wear something around their neck to protect them? And it does, You know, you does raise a question whether this is going to lead to some calls for increased player safety. I I mean, yeah, if this was like the first time this had ever happened, that'd be one thing. But it's not. And now you've got a fatality on the ice. And, and, you know, and and the reaction in the arena, from what I understand, was absolute terror, horror, evacuate the arena. We have a major medical emergency. So they tried to get people away from the scene. Um, as quickly as they could, right. realizing it was unfolding in, in in a horrible way. So, yeah, well, it's 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 rough.
1: Well, and you you talked about what can be done for player safety, and I honestly don't know what the answer is because it is a freak accident, right? And the second the the Zednic incident that you were talking about happened in 2008, I went back and looked it up. But I'm just trying. So hockey, which is a game that requires you to keep your head on a swivel, if you're going to put something that requires some sort of neck protection. Is that's really what we're looking at. Whether it be like, you know how goalies, like the mask goes kind of all the way down. Or even before then, like, it, it while it may not necessarily have been the mass that it was, there may even be something dangling a little higher up. But to, to be on the ice and to be skating around, it's got to be something that could protect you, but doesn't impact your head's mobility to be able to see where things are coming from left and right. And, you know, it's without knowing how the accident happened, like these things are always – collisions in hockey are so incredibly violent and people leave their feet and you just and it's like limbs flailing there's always going to be a chance at a freak accident even you know all the protection so like i don't know man i don't know that there is there is a good answer and is this is a uniquely hockey related problem but other sports also face these sorts of like face similar sorts of dangers like when you play football for example American football, you're putting your life in danger all the time. Like the fact that more people haven't passed due to, you know, blunt force trauma to the body is astounding. You know, auto racing, auto racing, which has had deaths on the track, not many, not many. If you want to talk about the amazing advances in science and technology, check out what's happened in an NASCAR race. It's crazy, phenomenal right but
0: to your your point like with nascar it took dale earnhardt's death to really kind of revolutionize how they were and he had they had the same complaints i remember him it's like the hans device was going to impede peripheral vision and things like that and after he died they're like deal with it you know that sort of thing so right
1: and that may be the answer that may be the answer i don't i don't know um boxing is not all people have died in the ring before and regardless how you feel about boxing like so it's not that there there aren't inherent risks in any sport, um, and yeah, it'll be up to the league to to decide if they're going to do anything about it. If they do anything at all, because if there's one thing we've learned about the NHL, they're nothing if not slow to act and horribly reactionary in the other direction the second something goes south. Which segues very nicely into my our second story. And there's no easy way to segue out of a man dying on the ice so just let's call it what it is like we are saddened to hear of what happened to adam johnson like I, adam johnson's family doesn't know about us but like the hockey team, like our hearts go out to those like to that to that young man's family because he's in his 20s like that's, that's horrible.
0: and i think they also mentioned it's important to kind of like send thoughts and prayers to the guy who hit him um because he's got to be right. feeling that's dreadful. traumatic it's yeah, I mean, and I've, wa- I, you know, they don't show the video of the blood loss and all that, but they do show the video of kind of what happened and you can see two guys collide. The one guy gets flipped up skate right to the throat. I, it's just a freaky thing. You can't control it. No.
1: Right. You can't control that. That. And that may be the thing is, do they change hitting in hockey? Like, cause I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, let's segue into a little less of a somber story. The NHL. Famously, after multiple players last year protested the idea of having to support things like Pride nights or wearing Pride jerseys, Pride tape on sticks, all of those sorts of things led to the NHL. And, and here's the thing: is in fairness, some players concerned about their families' well-being and safety and their safety in their home countries. Like I understand it, I don't agree, but I understand. But the NHL banned Pride night jerseys requiring Pride your fried nights and a lot and band pride tape on hockey stick for the 2023 2024 season and arizona coyote defenseman travis Dermott said fuck you nhl i'm going to put the tape on my stick anyway and i dare you to suspend me i dare you to find me and what did the nhl do okay they rescinded their ban on pride tape and it is, his quote is great. His quote was great, um, Dermot. He was like, "It's kind of just uh just an all right. I'm doing this, and we're going to deal with the consequences and move forward. Hopefully, I'll have a positive impact on some people that needed that positive impact." Nobody contacted Dermot. Nobody find him. And then a couple of days later, the NHL had reversed course on its. Base. Um, why do we even have a league office at this point? Dave like
0: what's their purpose for suspensions and and stupid stuff like that you know I mean really they they don't and we said it last year I remember distinctly discussing this during last year season's hockey talk numerous occasions that look man just stay just the NHL just needs to steer clear of this shit don't get involved leave it up to the local if the clubs want to have a pride night let them if somebody wants to wear pride thing let them if a club is adamantly against pride Night fine you don't have to get involved in every single thing and just make yourself look like you're saying toothless incompetent incoherent sounds like the new disney board running walt disney world anyway but you know oh uh, geez that's <laughs> another story uh i i I, I, and yeah, I, I and i adamantly go back to what we said last year dude just you don't need to approach this from a you know, an all encompassing global proposition as far as the NHL, just leave it to the lo- the, the teams to do what they want to do and leave it up to the players. If you don't want to support it, don't support it. If you want to, great. We're not going to get involved and you wouldn't have these problems. But now, yeah, it's just like it's banned for the season. I'm going to do it anyway. OK, that's fine. It just makes you look horrible. Their
1: their statement was adorable. Their statement was, after consultation with the NHL Players Association and the NHL Player Inclusion Coalition, players will now have the option to voluntarily represent social causes with their stick tape throughout the season. That's what they should have done in the first place. Instead of unilaterally banning it, let a player stand up for a cause that that it believes in. That they believe in. Like, was that hard? Was was that so hard to do? And and it doesn't force anybody to do anything. It puts it all on the player to make a decision as to what they want to do and what they want to stand for. The the franchise doesn't have to deal with it. Teammates don't have to deal with it. And if a
0: teammate's offended by what another teammate's doing, they're going to work it out like teammates typically do. You know uh, whether it comes to fisticuffs, whether it comes to an understanding of here's my position. Okay, here's mine.
1: I I sure, I sure hope it doesn't come to fisticuffs. Like if we're if we're throwing hands on the ice because a dude's got pride tape, then that player who's throwing hands needs to be suspended Uh, again. Like you can't prove it, right? Like the number of times that a fight breaks out in hockey where it's just two dudes. We're like, okay, it's time. I saw that And the, then they do it, you see like, it the other
0: night, like two seconds into a game, people are throwing down. It's like, okay, that, that has nothing to do with the game. These are two people with a personal issue these, that needs to get just, worked yeah, out. They had yeah, a it, thing. it needs to get and worked beef. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So good on, um, I guess good on the NHL a year later, but more, but more good on Travis Dermott, like good on Travis Dermott to push something that needed to be pushed and to allow himself to be, you know, allow himself to to be the one to represent the rights of a play of the player. I agree. So I agree. I mean, good on
0: him. Good for him.
1: Absolutely. All right, that's going to take us. Look at how fast we did. That was quick commercial break. Efficient, man. Efficient. We're efficient. We're going to take our second commercial break, and when we come back, this time we got two more stories to talk about. Another uh, big suspension. In the NHL, coming out of Ottawa, before we get into a fun story to talk about to wrap up the show. Oh, that story. Yeah, there you go. That's what the NHL office
0: is all about.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're listening to Hockey Talk here on the ChairShot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
0: Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code Chairshot to save ten percent. That's angrylemonade.net.
1: All right, welcome back everyone to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ungar. Make sure you get over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chairshot. All of your Chairshot swag needs. Don't forget, kids, you too could spend nineteen ninety nine or a few dollars more to get it soft style. And be the third owner of a bandwagon nerds T-shirt. It could be you. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Anyway, talked about this before we went into the commercial break. Got to talk about this. So a few days ago, in the week that was, a news hit that Ottawa Senators center Shane Pinto was hit with the NHL's first ever gambling-related suspension. He will serve 41 game. To a survey 41-game suspension. Pinto took, quote, full responsibility for violating the league's gambling rule. So I guess the NHL does have some teeth, at least when it comes to this. Sometimes, yeah. But here's what's here's what's weird, and, and this is where I got to... So Pinto is currently a restricted free agent and has yet to sign a new deal. So well, good luck with that. Uh, but what I'm trying to... Like, I'm sitting there looking to see... So since he's not signed... The suspension will be retroactive to the first game of the senator season. Uh, the suspension's beginning isn't dependent on him signing a contract with him. So basically, according to the NHL's collective bargaining agreement, gambling on any NHL game is prohibited. Players are permitted to gamble on other sports if they choose to do so. I'm hoping this is a typo in the article, because if you read the article, and this is where I'm confused, The league's investigation revealed that Pinto never bet on NHL games and considers the matter closed. Why would you get us like that can't be right? Right. Like this is right out of CBS sports.
0: If they said you can bet on other sports and that's okay, you just can't bet on the NHL. And then they suspend them for 41 games for betting on other sports.
1: I think the NHLPA
0: might be interested in that.
1: Well, but what I'm saying is that the investigation, according to this article, the investigation revealed that he never bet on NHL games. So, so what what happened here? What does that mean? He had to have bet it on. He had to have bet on NHL games, right? Like that's got to be a, a misprint or something. In the ar- the article, maybe it I do It has just, to be to get where do you, to get to use the first, Well, and they say never, never. That's the thing that. That was interesting to me. You're talking because
0: never a, bet on games. A suspension for half a season, but you never bet on any. that right. that, that, that can't.
1: Right. I'm going to the NHL website now to see if that gets me anything because CBS. That's that's fascinating. NHL. Okay, so here we go. Violating league sports wagering rule. The league's investigation found. Okay, then I don't understand this because this is straight from the NHL public relations feed. The National Hockey League announced today that it has suspended NHL player Shane Pinto for 41 games for activities relating to sports wagering. The league's investigation found no evidence that Pinto made any wagers on NHL games. Does that mean AHL? Does that mean, like, what does that mean? The NHL considers this matter closed, absence the, absent the emergence of new information, and will have no further comment.
0: So um, adding to the whole incompetent, side of the the equation that we were talking about that makes no sense i just
1: like yeah why is he suspended uh,
0: yeah. if he if he didn't bet on nhl games okay if, if he's making bets on echl games of non-ottawa affiliates who cares <laughs> you know that sort of thing but um i that doesn't make any sense
1: that's bizarre it's bizarre okay so i'm gonna go back to this question and why do we have rules like what like and maybe the thing is, maybe we do a little more research outside of this, uh, this beyond this one story, which seems like it should be more cut and dry. Like, there's got to be more out there as to what he actually did. You know what I mean? Yeah. I,
0: I'm, I'm trying to look it up myself. Right. See if NBC Sports I mean, is that, that, the
1: headline, The headline straight out of the New York Post, Shane Pinto's lengthy gambling suspension lacks needed clarity. Right.
0: Yeah. NHL suspended Ottawa... Uh, activities related to sports wagering, and then it's that. Its investigation found no evidence he been on. It did not release other details, including what Pinto did or how he was caught. All right, and he then Pinto apologizes. I take full responsibility for my actions. Look forward to getting back on the ice with my team. He's not you, uh, the fact that he's not appealing it, it, it is a big red flag. Yeah, like that, he's not fighting it, yeah. so
1: he clearly did something really bad. Right, but I want to know what it is. Do you have? A, you don't happen to have a subscription to the Athletic, do you? No damn. Cause there's literally an article in this Google search that says what I'm hearing about Shane Pinto. And I'm like, I want to know, I want to know <laughs> somebody tell me uh, I need, I need. So one of my coworkers, um, uh, because they're significantly younger than I am they're they're, they're, uh, their slang's a lot better than mine. They're always asking for the, tea. I need the tea on Shane Pinto. So folks, if you're listening and you know what happened with Shane Pinto, hook me up. If you have an athletic subscription, read the article on Shane Pinto and get back to me. I, I really want to know because clearly this is bigger than like, maybe he was running a ring. It's gotta be something. Half a season. Let's there's see. gotta be something.
0: I've got the athletic, not a subscription, but it's, it's an article that says what's next for hold on us What's next for Shane Pinto, Pierre Dorian and the senators after gambling suspension. Let's see if they give us any details. Uh, Pinto's family, blah, blah, blah. Keep going, Pat. If I find something, I will let you know.
1: Well, we're going, While you keep looking, we are going to go to our last story, which let's we've we've been in negative town all show. Let's get out of negative town. Let's head into our final story of the week. And this is a cool, cool story and was awesome to hear about. Last two, so, you know, happy Halloween, by the way, as as this will drop on. That's right. But on the 24th, on Tuesday, the 24th, the NHL and ESPN teamed up To do what they called Frozen Frenzy, and they had all 32 teams playing on one night, and all all 16 games were available to be watched in some way, shape, or form. Six of them aired on ESPN and ESPN Two alone, not counting ESPN Plus. So that is the caveat that there were games that you had to have an ESPN Plus subscription if you wanted to see. And I shared this with Dave back when the public relations people shared the numbers out of this and, and, and it's just really interesting. So by the numbers, 16 total games played, 102 goals, there were 6.4 goals per game, 93 unique goal scorers, 944 shots on goal, 10 road wins out of those 16 games, which is just the beauty of hockey. Uh, home ice matters in but it doesn't. And first goal was scored by Morgan Riley at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. The last goal was scored by Shay Theodore at 1.45 a.m. Eastern time. That's a heck of a night, a great idea, and they should do it again. This is what you should replicate, NHL, for us fans. To have the opportunity to catch one of six games at minimum over the course of a day, if not all 16, if you had ESPN+, Plus, which as I joked, I was like, man, sucks that I had to have ESPN Plus. And Dave was like, two words, or something like one word, Patrick, bundle. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not bundling. I'm not doing it. Yeah. five wife says no. Like
0: $5 difference, but hey, I'm so, not.
1: Well, but here's the thing is everybody's upping their prices right now. Apple TV Plus just went up. Like it's. not as cut and dry as that like every time they nickel and dime you just a little bit more but this is a great thing for the nhl and something they should do more often like this is how you put a footprint out there and get new eyeballs on your product these and i'm not saying do it every tuesday because you can't like collective bargaining is not gonna let you do that Players, players association isn't gonna let you just guarantee all 32 teams play on a day like depending on how schedules work like There are rules involved, I understand. But four times a season, twice each half, I think that'd be great. I think, you know,
0: you look at the NHL and and things that they've done that that creates that footprint like you're talking about. Um, You know, this could be the start of something. Like, look at the Winter Classic when it first started. No one knew it was going to turn into what it's turned into, which is probably arguably the biggest event of the hockey season, even more so than the Stanley Cup Final. You could make that contention. Um, so Absolutely. yeah, doing something like that, you know, even if it's twice a year, Hey, we're going to have all the teams play here and here, and we're going to make, you know, promote the shit out of it, make a big deal about it. Uh, maybe do something to make it like if, even if ESPN says, Hey, look, you don't have to be a plus member on this day to, to get this stuff, something to get the game out to the masses. So
1: wouldn't it, wouldn't it be awesome to do this on a center ice trial day? Yeah, that yeah. would be, that would be. That would be fucking. Which is basically what ESPN Plus now is.
0: Convince people, hey, I need to sign up for NHL Center Ice. Which, yeah, if you've got ESPN Plus and it's like, I don't care. You know,
1: (laughs) that's the only reason I got to watch
0: the shootout the other nights because I have Plus.
1: But like direct TV guy like myself, like I would, I would love that for as opposed to what currently happens with the only, the only free trial thing that I've ever seen work for these various like special sports channels. It's It's when, when Sunday ticket was a part of a cable package on direct TV and everybody got week one of Sunday tickets. So I was always guaranteed to at least see how bad my bears were at the beginning of the season.
0: I'll say this about Shane Pinto. Um, I don't know what he did, but his trading cards (laughs) have suddenly increased dramatically in value. Yeah. Shane Pinto 2021, 2022 upper deck premier card, $110 on eBay today. I know it's like he's infamous. Hundred and twenty nine dollars in another place. It's like Upper Deck. Yeah, I. I mean, geez. All right. I guess all you got to do is be the first person to ever get suspended like this, and suddenly your your uh, your brand, your brand, has
1: increased dramatically. There you go. There you go. So anyway, NHL. Let's bring this to a. Let's bring this. Please do us all a favor. Do more of these. We are always in motion. Sorry about that. We are always in motion. As the, I was the NHL. Up, no, okay. Well, that was certainly a thing that happened. Uh, <laughs> not sure, not sure where everybody is back yet on this show. So we are going to close the book on this show. Very, very sorry, folks, for the technical
0: those technical damn difficulties. I don't know, Tunny. Tunny's on here. You, you want to just close this edition of Hockey Talk off for poor Pat, and you know, and just move on. So we- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can follow me, Patrick O'Dowd, at Wrestling Realist. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Thank there you, you go. Yeah. You could follow yeah. me on Twitter at attitude or X at attitude Ag, or facebook.com slash attitude of aggression. Pat's also on threads at wrestling realist. I think we're just going to, that's it for this week's edition of hockey talk. We're just going to ride off into the sunset and move on to other things. So, How about that? Connor Bedard. I tell you. Thanks guys. We will catch you guys soon. I don't have Pat's horn at the end, but you know, I'll find something.